It's football season, which means we broke out the long sleeve shirt. It's 80 degrees. I don't know why I've done this. Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Pakistan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. It's prediction season, baby. Grassi. And today we are going to be breaking down and predicting each game in the week one lineup. And oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, tomorrow, real NFL football will grace our screens once again, and it will be glorious. Before we get to that, I want to do a quick reminder that the Pick'em League through ESPN is going to be available once again this season. It's completely and totally free. The link is in the description down below. Last year, we had the biggest public league on ESPN, so let's continue to do that. That was a lot of fun. So if you're thinking, hey, this guy stinks. You, you suck, Tom. Two things. One, you could prove it in the Pick'em League. And two, my dad could beat up your dad. So. So starting off with the kickoff game, the first game of the new season, you got a potential Super Bowl preview, except it's missing the Packers because that's actually going to be the real Super Bowl. You got the Buffalo Bills taking on the L.A. Rams. The Bills, Super Bowl favorites by far. The Rams just won the Super Bowl. Also, side note, how many fans do you think of the Rams are going to actually be at this game? Is it just going to be all Buffalo? Maybe it's just like Matthew Stafford's wife there, and she's like, come on, Matthew, you can do it. I think it might be. They're going to have a table shortage in L.A. Any questions about the tables? But the Bills, very few weaknesses on their team. As I said before, they are the Super Bowl favorites right now. Definitely coming out of the AFC. And I think that this is a great first matchup for them because they're going up against a high-flying offense. And on top of that, a really good defensive line, mostly just because of Aaron Donald. And listen, not only is his sack ability amazing, but also watch out because he'll choke you and also hit you in the head with a helmet. So Whoa, just take it easy, man. Meanwhile, the Rams, they did lose Robert Woods, but gained Allen Robinson, which I think is it a great pickup obj obviously not on the team he's still a free agent that defense should still be good jalen ramsey did have a nice season last year and they are a complete team as well they didn't really lose too many pieces so this i think will be a great test for both teams and we'll kind of give an idea of like all right where are we right now? Because, of course, week one, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road. You don't really get a true identity of a team until, like, October, November football. But this will be a great way for both teams to kick off the season. I do see the Buffalo Bills taking the W here just because I think they are the more complete team. And while the Rams, I think, will definitely put up a fight and it should be a close game, I think right now it's just tough to bet against Buffalo. Then you got the New Orleans Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints uh, should have a really good defense. Offense, there's some question marks there, but still have some great pieces. However, some new pieces. And QB, yeah, we're going to see what happens with the QB. You know, one thing my, uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. Condoms. But the Falcons are in tank mode. They're not going to be a good football team. The Falcons are going to be in contention for the number one overall pick this year. And I think that campaign begins on Sunday. So yeah, 
It doesn't really matter who's playing the Falcons because there's very few teams that I think are going to lose to them. So I'm going to just say the New Orleans Saints are going to win this one. Then you got the San Francisco 49ers heading to Soldier Field to take on the Chicago Bears. 49ers going to be rocking with Trey Lance. So again, some question marks there. We're going to see how the young QB can handle it. However, going up against the Chicago Bears who... I don't think are going to be great. Well, listen, the 49ers didn't lose a whole lot of people, have a great run game, have a solid defense. The Bears, they did lose Khalil Mack. On top of that, it looks like their defense took a little bit of a step back. Their offense, ugh. offensive line, there is some question marks there. Darnell Mooney, great wide receiver. He won't be a problem. David Montgomery, great running back. Justin Fields, we don't know. Is he going to be able to just survive this game? And as I have said about the Bears heading into this season, it's not even about wins or losses because their salary cap situation gets much better next year and they could be a lot more competitive. This year should be, hey, we're going to analyze Justin Fields and try to figure out, is he our franchise guy? And if not, oops, because this is a really intriguing matchup because the 49ers and Bears kind of have the same issue. They gave up a lot to get Trey Lance. The Bears gave up a decent amount to go get Justin Fields. Let's see which one comes out on top. For this game, I do think it's going to be the 49ers, though. Then you got an AFC North matchup between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Kitty Goes Meow Cincinnati Bengals. The Steelers. Uh, no more Big Ben, so that's good that they don't have a rotting tree behind center anymore. Uh, offensive line, still some question marks there. Najee Harris, uh, probably gonna run into a wall a whole bunch of times. However, the Steelers' defense should be pretty darn good still. The QB side? Yeah, it's, it's not a downgrade from Ben Roethlisberger as a tree, but... How much of an upgrade is it? Meanwhile, the Cincinnati Bengals, potential favorites to win their division this year, went to the freaking fracking Super Bowl last year, upgraded on offensive line, got some secondary help, and their offense should be one of the best in the NFL. The Bengals, I think, should be able to take this game. Maybe the Steelers are able to hold Joe Burrow back a little bit, but right now I just can't bet against the Bengals, especially against the Steelers. Then you got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Detroit Lions. Eagles, uh, they had a real good free agency and really good draft. Oh, and also, I don't know, a good August as well. Getting some key pieces, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, big trade there, A.J. Brown during the draft, also getting Jordan Phillips. I love what the Eagles are doing. Their run game should be top three, if not top one this season. On top of that, they have some great wide receivers like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. It's all going to come down to Jalen Hurts. Meanwhile, the Lions are a team that is on the rise. I think their defensive line is going to give people a lot of problems this year, and I think that offense should be a bit improved. They do still have Jared Goff behind center, but I think he's at least serviceable. I think this might be a little bit of a closer game than some people anticipate, but I am still going to give it to the Eagles, though I will say, do Eagles have kneecaps? Because if they do, they do need to watch out for them. That's all I think about, man. Then, an intriguing AFC East matchup between the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. The Patriots had a disappointing year last year. Mac Jones definitely showed some flashes, uh, and then they got the absolute crap beaten out of them in the wild card round. Bill Belichick was not happy. He was an angry Sith Lord. However, I think the Patriots will be a bit better this year. They're getting some pieces back. Also, their draft was strange. You see, you see what I did there? Oh, brother, this guy stinks! But I think the offense will be a little bit more 
functional this season. Meanwhile, the Dolphins, all the pressure lies on Tua Tungvaloa right now. They added so much speed to this team. Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, Tyreek Hill, and you already had Jalen Waddell. There really shouldn't be too many excuses here. Oh, and they fixed one of the worst offensive lines in football by going out and getting the best offensive line in free agency with Armstead. Their defense should still be good. Special teams should still be good. So it's really up to you, Tua. Are you going to be good? It's being played in Miami. The Dolphins usually have the Patriots number here. And I think the Dolphins are going to be a good football team this year. So I am going to pick the Dolphins to knock off the Patriots. However, if the Patriots like blow out the Dolphins, yeah. Maybe the Empire will reign once again. Following that, you got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the New Jersey Jets. The Ravens, healthy. That, that, that's, the, that's the biggest thing coming out of this offseason. You lost Hollywood Brown because you traded him away. But, I mean, honestly, who cares? Because your run game is going to be the bread and butter of that team anyway. Having a good defense. Taking on the Jets, which unfortunately Zach Wilson is not going to be able to participate in this game. Whether it's because of an injury or because he's over at your mom's house. But the Jets' uh, defense, defensive line, could be good. Could be problematic for the Ravens. Maybe stifle them a little bit. Maybe take away that run game. However, I think that the Ravens still, just with Mark Andrews alone, is going to be able to put up points. And Lamar Jackson, fully healthy, I think is a game changer. So I don't think the Jets are going to be able to do just enough. Plus, I mean, Joe Flacco is Joe Flacco. Then you got an amazing game that I know the eyes of the nation will be on. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Washington Commanders. Man, what a week one matchup that everyone really wants to see. The Jaguars, can they do worse than last year? Probably not. Pass on Aiden Hutchinson in the draft, which definitely scratched some heads. However, I think that they'll be better this year. Because, again, I don't see how they could be worse. They spent a crap ton of money in free agency, so they at least should get some return out of that. Trevor Lawrence coming into his second here. You have a normal head coach now that's not going to kick and grind on people. And so right off the bat, at worst case, you get some ice cream. So that's nice. I've always just been a go-to vanilla guy. Oh, and I think their run game actually would be pretty good. Meanwhile, the Commanders, uh, I'm not going to say they upgraded a QB because I don't want to lie, but they got Carson Wentz in a... A trade that did occur. You're dressed like a hot dog. So is that guy. You got Scary Terry on the extension, which is going to be good. Antonio Gibson has been getting a lot of uh, hate, not really looking so good this offseason. But I think he's one of the underrated guys in the NFL. We'll see if he's going to be able to prove it when he gets on the field in week one. A lot of people are picking the commanders to win this game. Uh, And that kind of makes sense, considering their defense, if it's back up to what it was a couple of seasons ago, that makes a lot of sense. But I'm actually going to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars here. I think they're going to be a little bit of a better team this year. On top of that, I think their defensive line is definitely underrated. So because of that, I'm actually going to pick the Jaguars to win. And I'm probably going to be wrong. Following that, you got the Cleveland Browns taking on the Carolina Panthers. Jacoby Brissett. With all the other Browns players that are actually going to be pretty darn good. Yeah, the Browns, surrounded by controversy, 100%. However, should still have a good team, even without Deshaun Watson. Jacoby Brissett is definitely serviceable. Their run game should be really, really good. Their defense with Miles Garrett and guys like Denzel Ward should be really good. 
taking on the Panthers and Baker Mayfield. You know that Baker Mayfield definitely wants to win this game. The Panthers, they did the right thing in the draft. They drafted offensive line. They didn't go after a QB. And they're going to kind of just play it by ear this season. Matt Rule is already on the hot seat and the season hasn't even started yet. QB is going to be something that's going to fluctuate. Neither of the guys that are on the team, I think, are going to be the franchise guy or going to be the permanent issue there. They're more of a Band-Aid. But we'll see what guys like CMC and DJ Moore are able to do. That defense is a young defense because they completely rebuilt it during the draft. We'll see if they're able to take a step. I know that the Panthers came out swinging last year, going undefeated for the first few games. But I'm actually going to pick the Browns to win this one. I know a lot of people are picking the Panthers, and it's going to be the Baker Mayfield revenge game. And I kind of agree with that, and I want them to win. But I think the Browns, people are going to be surprised of how good of a team they still are, even without Deshaun Watson. So, yeah. I'm going to pick the Browns. Then you have an AFC South battle between the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. The Colts uh, decide to spin the carousel a little bit more for QB and landed on Matt Ryan, who is uh, definitely an upgrade. Guys definitely can still sling the ball. And I think with JT, you got Pittman, you got the addition of Pierce, who has looked great during the preseason. That offense should be humming along. Their defense... We're going to kind of see they came out of the gates looking pretty good. Then at the back half of the season, the whole team kind of fell apart a little bit. And then, of course, they missed the playoffs because they blew it in Jacksonville. Meanwhile, the Texans, uh, they got Davis Mills, who looked pretty good for a rookie last year. Probably the best out of the rookie class from last season. But they don't really have a ton of weapons. Uh, you have Brandon Cooks, who's doing well on the team. But other than that, yeah, the Texans are probably not going to be good this year. They're definitely a team that is going to be rebuilding. They finally got rid of Deshaun Watson to the relief of many. And I don't really have high hopes for the Texans this year. They're just going to hope it's competitive. And so because of that, I'm going to go with the Colts here. Following that, you got the New Jersey Giants taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Giants got Brian Dable, still have Daniel Jones. Get Saquon Barkley back. Is he going to be healthy for a hot second? Kenny Galladay coming back from injury. Is he going to be able to catch a touchdown? You could ask the same exact thing about their other wide receivers as well. Andrew Thomas, wide receiver one. That defense, that's that's going to be a, a wait and see. But the Giants, um, I would call them a sleeper but it's more of like a comatose team right now. They could be good. They're in a weaker division, but uh, I, I'm not going to say anything positive about the Giants just yet. I actually want to see them play football first. Meanwhile, the Titans, of course, losing A.J. Brown, which is a big loss there. Ryan Tannehill, maybe his days are numbered because Malik Willis did look good in the preseason. They might wind up starting him sooner rather than later as kind of the... I don't want to even say it's controversy. Just people were kind of tired of Ryan Tannehill after that divisional round performance that, yeah, Tannehill's good, but he, can he get them over the hump? That defensive line, scary good, can definitely be good this season. So because of that, I am going to go with the Tennessee Titans. I just think they are the more talented team. Derrick Henry being back from injury, probably going to put the entire team on his back and uh, might have 200 yards in this first week. And then... You got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers taking on the purple incarnation of Satan, the Minnesota Vikings. The Packers lost Devontae Adams. However, however, added some youth there at wide receiver. Running game should still be really good. Defense, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a top five defense this year. I got high hopes. I really, really do. And right out of the gate, they are going to be tested. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. These guys are going to test that secondary 
early and often. Justin Jefferson has been tearing up the Green Bay Packers for the past two seasons. And honestly, he scares me because he's that freaking fracking good. Vikings getting a new coach. That defense should be a bit better getting Zadarius Smith. Traitor. You are a traitor. You know, Zadarius Smith is definitely going to be uh, amped up for this game. There's going to be no lack of motivation there. I actually wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings are able to steal one away from the Packers. It's week one. It's in Minnesota. But you never know. We do wind up splitting with the Vikings. The only thing I can say is that I do have an ace up my sleeve. And that is now... I have a voodoo doll of the Minnesota Vikings. There is already one needle in the head, but I think now we drive it through the heart like a stake through a vampire. And just like all those birds at their stadium, hopefully they can't get off the ground. Then you got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Arizona Cardinals. An intriguing game here. Would be more intriguing if DeAndre Hopkins was not suspended for the first six games. But the Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, however, improved through the draft. I still think are going to be contenders to win their very difficult division. But the Chiefs did stumble out of the gate last season. We'll see if they're doing that here. The Cardinals... Uh, had a good season, but then, of course, had their Cliff Kingsbury midseason collapse, went into the playoffs, didn't look really good heading into the playoffs, and then got annihilated the first round of the playoffs. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Arizona Cardinals right now. Yes, they got Hollywood Brown, which will be a nice target for the recently extended Kyler Murray, but I just think there's a lot of question marks there. So I'm going to pick the Chiefs because I think they have the better team, I think they're the better coach team, and I think they have more weapons. As for the Cardinals... Uh, yeah. Let's see how they do without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games. Then you have a rematch of the last week of the regular season last year, and that is the Vegas Raiders taking on the LA Chargers. This should be a really fun game. Of course, you have some great additions to the Raiders, like... They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Devontae Adams is there. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how Carr does because they lost their absolute stud offensive lineman, Alex Leatherwood. Yes, that was sarcasm. They also did get Chandler Jones, who I think definitely will help at that pass rush and putting him with Max Crosby is definitely a good sign because that defense definitely was lacking last season. But this game... Yeah, it's going to be wild. The Chargers, I mentioned them a lot in the rankings video that I put out yesterday. The Chargers, I think, definitely have it all in front of them. Their offense should be improved, getting more protection in the run game, also for Justin Herbert. And that defense with Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson should be better. I'm going to pick the Chargers here, but I think this is going to be a super-duper close game. I think it's going to be a really good game, and I think that this is going to kind of just provide us a little bit of a preview on how good the AFC West is going to be this year. Then for Sunday night football, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Dallas Cowboys. This was last year's season opener and it turned out to be a great game in which the Cowboys were really competitive with the Buccaneers. However, both teams wound up not making the NFC Championship game. 
but that's neither here nor there. The Buccaneers, uh, losing some offensive linemen, but again, you can never doubt Tom Brady, and on top of that, their defense will still be good, still has weapons on the offense. Meanwhile, the Cowboys, their offensive line was worse last year. Unfortunately, their eight-time Pro Bowler left tackle, Tyron Smith, suffered a torn left hamstring during practice. However, they have a secret weapon. Jason Peters who may or may not be claiming AARP benefits. And they lost Amari Cooper <laughs> for a fifth-round pick. However, Micah Parsons showed that he was that dude. That secondary, Trayvon Diggs is definitely a ball hawk, but, I mean, he also gives up a lot of yards, and I think the Buccaneers will potentially get a lot of yards here. The Cowboys on offense, CeeDee Lamb primed for a big year. Big question marks, what's going on with the run game? They're going to try to feed Zeke, but let's see how much they introduce Pollard to the backfield. Dak Prescott should still have a good season. But yeah, I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here just because I think that overall they're a more balanced football team. And I think it's just going to be a little too overwhelming for the Cowboys. And then finally, the Russell Wilson revenge game. On Monday Night Football, you got the Denver Broncos taking on the Seattle Seahawks. The Broncos lost Tim Patrick, but gained a Russell Wilson. They definitely got better. Their run game should be good. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy should be great. Defense was good last year. You look at Patrick Sertan, otherwise known as PS2. He looked great last year. Meanwhile, the Seahawks, uh, it's a battle between Geno Smith and Drew Locke. That basically tells you everything that you need to know there. Run game should be pretty good. Offensive line, they decide to go and address that in the draft now that Russell Wilson is gone. Defense... We'll see how things are. You still have Tyler Lockett. You do have DK Metcalf. However, you might be what the Broncos were last year. You have talented receivers, but you have a QB that can't get them the football. So the Seahawks, I think, are definitely going to take the L here. Russell Wilson's homecoming will be a positive one, and I think the Broncos will be able to take this. Let's ride. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about these week one matchups and how they're going to shake out? Let me know. You can also find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy, all social media, see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. A reminder, the Pick'em League, you still have until tomorrow to sign up. Make sure you do that if you want to uh, play along. It was a lot of fun last year. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go!